welcome back to the Moral Hangover podcast. I'm your host, Katie Dombrowski, alongside with my co-host, Victoria Bruno. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope your Monday is as great as mine. Um, just remembered, we record in advance and it's not Monday, it's actually Tuesday. Wait, so when you said that, you were actually thinking that it, it is Monday. Well, I thought it was Monday because my day started out bad because I got yelled at at the gym today. Wait, why? And I'm like, everyone needs to get a fucking grip. It was my second time back in three weeks. I haven't been in so long. And I guess mm-hmm. they sent an email out that if you're late, you can't join the class and you need to start bringing a towel. And you know how Gmail, Gmail sections out your emails by primary, your yes. social, and then it does the other Emotion. promotional stuff. It fell in one of those bins and I never checked those bins. I only check my primary Same. and I didn't see it. So then today he's telling me that next time I'm not going to be let in because I was three minutes late and like all this shit. And I just was, it put me in the worst mood. What a asshole. I think I'm being dramatic. I need to take ownership for me being late. I understand I was late, but the thing is I pay $200 to go to the gym and I have to bring a towel and not, I can't join a class after three minutes. If I miss that class, I get charged $20 after I've already signed up for it and miss it. See, so it's like, too, just let me in at that point. Exactly. They're too bougie of a gym to penalize someone for showing up too late. Like I get 10 minutes, right? Late, but like, give us a break. The first few minutes are warm up. Well, cause they intro how they do the exercises, but they also have a screen that shows you how to do the exercises. Anyway, I'm trying to justify my case, but I think I'm going to cancel my membership. And I hope they don't really? listen to this because there are a select few that I really, really like. But for me, it's like, I've been waking up at like 6.45 the past two days to go. And I get up, I get ready. Then I have to walk to my car because I don't have parking in my building, walk to my car, then try to find a parking spot to the gym and then get to the gym. Yeah, like not walking. worth it. It's like way too much. If we, side note, if we go back to the office in January, we should join our old gym again and like force ourselves I miss to go. our old gym we go so like much. Or work or like after work, like we should make it a thing that we like start going back in January. So can. our old gym has a location that's 30 minutes out from me um, towards the suburbs. That's not the one that we were going to, but a separate location. And I was asking my mom, I was saying, do you think I should join here? Because we paid a hundred something to go to that gym, but you have so many amenities. There's a pool, there's classes, there's individual workouts, there's a kid's thing, there's snacks. Like if I'm, if I'm going to be paying for an expensive gym, I want the whole shebang. Yeah. No, drop them. Yeah. I think I'm going to drop them. Also (laughs) lifetime has never locked any doors on anyone and people show up late all the time because people have fucking lives. We have a special guest who just walked in. Oh my God, is it Etta? Bring her on. Get her on the mic. Etta, do you want to say hello? You Does need she to talk yet? Sometimes. Hi, Etta. Hi. Etta, do you have anything to say to the mic? Now's your time to shine. Hi. <gasps> she could give two shits about me right now. That's okay. All right. Your time's over. See you later. Take her mom. All right, goodbye. All right, sorry for the quick disturbance. That's um, okay. Back to other problems that we were facing this week. Instagram shut down. <laughs> yes, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp all shut down for seven hours. I believe Facebook, the parent company, lost billions of dollars in ad money. I actually, I liked it. I enjoyed it. At first, wait, this is so crazy. So at first I was like, fuck, did I forget my password? Because it kept logging me out. And I'm like, no, I swear, I swear this is it. Like I know it. And then my friend Callahan texted me and she said, of course, the one time I want to post on Instagram, there's an outage. And I go, this whole time, I thought I couldn't remember my password. So then she sent me this article from CNN about it being down. It was down globally. It makes you, it made me think about how Instagram has changed life. Like the way we act, the way we operate, like everything I think we do is for the gram. Yeah. That is the literal term for the gram. I was so ashamed of myself that I found myself throughout the day, even though I knew it was down, clicking Mm -hmm. on the app, which is just terrifying that we are addicted to the app like robots because I like clicked in it and I was like oh not refreshing click out but it was like that motion of just like that's the first app I click there we go I'm like this is a problem and I think it realized made a lot of people realize how dependent we actually are on Instagram yeah which is crazy Offset tweeted that he's addicted to Instagram he goes I found out I'm addicted to Instagram today Twitter's never seen more love in its life 
you're not on Twitter, but I am on Twitter. No, I think Twitter is such about. a waste of time. Like people even use Twitter as a reference. I'm like, what are you doing? It's so high school, like high school. Yeah, to me, a lot 10 of people are ago. still on it. Like there's a, there's a community and it's a tight knit community. That's still on it. I only go on it about you're a part of that community. I'm not like active on it. I, okay. the only time I do tweet is during the bachelor. I haven't done bachelor in paradise, but like, I just, I need to voice my opinions about the bachelor. Bring the tweets back, bring them back for bachelor in paradise. There's so much to be said. I know I'm bringing them back for, um, this season? week, well, next week. Michelle. For, yeah, Michelle's season. I'm like, all right, I'm going to start tweeting again for it. But, and I get my news from there sometimes. But besides that, I don't, the app can be like, a lot of people can be mean on it. I'm like, I don't have time for this. Everyone's mean on every app at this point. Like, no one gives a shit. True. Um, I don't even know what else is going on besides Instagram being down. Nothing exciting happened. I kept thinking someone was going to DM me good. No one DM'd me anything exciting. You sometimes take social media breaks and delete I your do. Instagram. Yeah. So did that make you realize like you need to do more often or like what's the solution that people Okay, so weirdly outing? enough, it felt normal to me that it wasn't there. Really? Because that's how often you delete Because I, I delete the app at least once a day because I get too distracted on it. So I delete it and then I don't re-download it for a while. Or if I do re-download, I only stay on it for like a couple of minutes and then I delete it, it again. Yeah. You have so much control to do that. I think everyone. I don't know if it's control. I don't a lesson from Katie's handbook, <laughs> which I think it surprises a lot of people that I delete the app and take time off of it because I feel like I'm con. I look like I'm constantly on it because I kind yeah. of am. I am, but I'm not. No, I like. I get my posts in. I get my stories in. I like the people's pictures. I want to like, and then I delete it. And yeah, then I, come I back notice to it you later. do that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, now she's MIA, and I'm like, oh, she must have deleted it. Yeah. But here's my thing of why I can't delete it as often as you do. Like, you definitely know your password on the top of your head. I don't know yes. my Instagram password. So it's like, I can't delete the app. Uh, and then I can't get back it in it. not be able to get back in. Yeah. But you know yours by heart. So it's like, that's not an obstacle. Yeah, it's not. It's not an issue, sadly. I don't know. I think it's refreshing. I think it's refreshing. I delete TikTok all the time, too. And like, that helps me just... It really puts things back in perspective. Like, I just think it's such an augmented reality. Like, all of social media, although I love it and I do feel inspired by it. A lot of the times I don't. And I just, I don't know. It's all social media has a petty aspect to it. No, I like sometimes I don't need the pettiness. Like I don't need to be thinking, oh, what's she wearing? Oh my God, what's she doing with him? Like, does it affect me in the grand scheme of things? No, it doesn't. It doesn't do shit to my life. And I'm like, why do I care? Victoria, do not care. Yeah. It's too, I think at this point they have us like mindlessly scrolling. So sometimes I'm like, I don't even want to be on this app, but I just need to move my finger and scroll, tap, go all left, right. See, I literally think I stalk myself more than I stalk anyone else. I I feel like (laughs) I barely, that sounds really conceited. I really only scroll like once and then I'm like, all right, I've seen all of my friends. Like I've seen the people who come up first and like, that's really all I need. See, I need to start doing that. We're all a little conceited in our own way. Like people have to be. Yeah. For me, sometimes I make TikToks and just put them on like only for me. And I'll go back and rewatch them when I'm feeling sad and be like, oh, Victoria, look how happy you were. You okay, well, post those. Post no. them outside of only me. Sometimes they're like my dances and I'm like, that will never see the public eye. Okay. So today we have Gabby Diaghi. Coming back on Tomorrow Hangover for a second time, she was one of our first guests from season one. I think season one, wasn't it? Or was it season yeah. two? Yeah. We've known her for a while. We've been keeping up with her. She is skyrocketing, like next level, booming on TikTok. She was just in New York Fashion Week. She sat down with us and we were so happy because we love her. I feel like she's a friend of Moral Hangover. Like she's a friend at this point. I know. And she told us she's the only podcast she goes on. I'm like, I absolutely love her. Yeah, we're the only podcast she goes on. So we kind of dove into everything that's kind of changed with her. So she was recently in a relationship. Now she's single. She's got a manager now for all of her influencing things. She's doing a lot, but she's doing really well. So I'm super happy for her. Super happy we got to cut, catch up with her. So here's our interview with Gabby Diegi. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, you guys. We are welcoming back one of all of your favorites to the podcast, Gabby Diaghi. We had her on for our first season, which was over a year and a half ago, and she's back. Personally, one of my favorite episodes because 
we both, she used to live in Morristown, New Jersey. I'm from Philly. It's like 30 minutes away. Welcome, Gabby, back to the Raw Hangover podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I miss you guys. No, I like want to hang out with you. Like I'm, I'm sad we haven't hung out yet because I think we would have so much freaking fun. Oh, we will hang out soon because like we have way too much in common, all of us to like not be like actual, not in-person friends. We can be internet friends. That's great. But I want to be in-person friends too. No, me too. Like I, I think we need like a club moment and then a relaxing moment. I love that. Perfect. Balance. We need to go visit in Arizona. Yes, please. Hello. That feels so fucking bougie. I've been dying to get to Scottsdale. Please. I need to get hair by Chrissy. Like that's the only, that's the only way I knew of Scottsdale is because of hair by Chrissy. But like now that she's kind of canceled, whatever, like I'll still come to Scottsdale. Like I just need to get there. Let me fuck you up. <laughs> come, please. Come yes. <laughs> okay. So we have not had you on in a year. So much has changed in the past year. And I just feel like your life has done like a 180, but in the best way possible. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I honestly think that this has by far been like the best year of my life, like period. Like I have never been happier. I can't wait to hear about it. Okay, so for our listeners who missed your episode last time, if you go back and listen to it. Yeah, they're (laughs) lost. Tell us who you are, claim to fame, all that fun stuff. Okay, well, hello. My name is Gabby Diaghi. That's how you pronounce it because no one knows how to pronounce it. Did I say it wrong? No, you actually said it right, which is surprising because my friends don't even know how to say it. Okay, thank God. Thank God. I was like, if I fucked up her last name, I was so pissed. You you killed it. Um, But I was, like you said, living in New Jersey. And then I moved to Florida when I was a freshman in high school. And then I went to ASU. I started influencing quote unquote at ASU I was more so just you know TFM those type of Instagram (laughs) accounts um then I grew up and I was like hmm I don't really just want to post my ass on the internet I'd prefer to like do better things um and I've always loved fashion so then I transitioned into fashion and here I am in Arizona (laughs) and so you do this full-time you do influencing full-time And I remember pre-pandemic, you were telling us how you were doing social media, like freelancing work. Are you still doing that? Are you like solely just focused on your brand? Oh no, I don't have time for that anymore. Luckily, (laughs) like I have to focus all my energy on myself, but yeah, no, just me. And then obviously Outfox as well. Yeah. So tell us about Outfox. We don't want to dive in yet, but tell us about it because it's a huge part of your life and a huge part of the newest stuff happening for you. I know. Okay. So my best friend, Olivia and I, my best friend, uh, she's it, my best friend from Florida. I have a best friend from every state so that every friend can't yell at me. So Jess. Oh, perfect. So I'm talking about Billy. It. I'm PA. Vic's New, Vic's perfect. New York. Perfect. Good. We got Born. it settled. Um, but, so my best friend from Florida, Olivia, um, we both started Outbox the label together. Um, we really just like, it was during the pandemic when we were both just like, we've always wanted to do this. And like, this is the time to do it. Like, let's just do it. So we worked on it for like probably six months and then two, like eight months. And then finally like launched and everything. We started it like with the intention of me designing actual pieces, not like selling other boutiques or other brand stuff like a boutique. But unfortunately (laughs) people nowadays, you know, shop on Shein and they want a shirt for $5. And if I'm ethically making this clothing, it's not $5. It's pretty expensive. And people, you know, don't want to pay that, which I get, I understand. But at the same time, I am not going to do something unethically. So um, for the time being, we are just uh, selling other brands in our like own little boutique. And then once hopefully it gets bigger and bigger, then I can start designing clothes again and actually like making my own label. That's so exciting. So I remember the first thing you came out with was the sweat set was like a custom sweat set. It said something about money. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like something about money. So it said on the shirt, it says single as a dollar. And then the pants say not looking for change. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So what was the inspo behind that? Cause I know what I feel like I know what it was, but like, what, what was it for you? The inspiration was my fucking ex. (laughs) I decided that if he was going to make my life a living fucking hell for the past four years of my life, the least I could do is make a fuck ton of money 
off of hating him. And that's what I've done for the past uh, year. And it's been working out pretty well for me. <laughs> I mean, it's been working go. out extremely well. Like, has he reached out since? Um, we've spoken once since I broke up with him. Okay. And you posted recently, is he moving to Arizona? Oh, he's here. He moved back. Wait, shut the, why? Are you why now? Question? Great question. That's funny you ask, considering his entire family thinks it's because of me. <laughs> Oh, oh my god so do you see like he has no other reason to be here that's just like you know that's what the problem is it's like if you had a job here or something understandable if you had friends here understandable but you have none of those things so why exactly are you here so have you written into him since he's moved there once okay what was that encounter like so um i have like spidey senses for this motherfucker um <laughs> unfortunately so like i knew when he was moving here i was having anxiety for like a, a week straight and then all of a sudden one of my friends told me and was like hey sorry like i you were really down on that day i didn't i didn't want to tell you on that day <laughs> and i was like Great. what a good friend <laughs> awesome i'm really happy about this so i was out to brunch with my guy friend joey and he was mm -hmm. like going to old town after like going out to the bars and I had a photo shoot later that night. So I couldn't like go drink, but I was like, Oh, I want to say hi to everyone. So I'll like drive with you there, say hi. And then, you know, leave. Mm -hmm. So I get there, I walk in, I hug like one of my friends and immediately just my heart sinks into my stomach. Oh my God. And I was like, I have to leave right now. And they were like, mm -hmm. are you good? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I have to leave right now. Something in my body is telling me I have to leave right now. And I always trust my gut. So I'm going to leave. I walk out, bitch. I put my hand on my car door and I see that motherfucker walking in. No. I'm like, do you make eye contact? I don't know if you saw me, but I mean, how could you not see me? I was like, in, I was dressed to the fucking nines going to a photo shoot. Like I have like my extensions in long ass. I, I mean, I look like what I do right now, but except like even more extra. So mm -hmm. I'm like, obviously this motherfucker saw me, but um, yeah, he's lucky oh that he God. walked across the street fast because- Holy shit. I just want to say first off though, when you came on the podcast a year ago, you were still dating. And then I remember like by the time that the podcast went out, you had like just broken up. So it was a really yeah. fresh breakup. And I just think, I mean, you, the way that you talk to your followers and your audience about like, you know, being confident and getting over breakups, I think is so inspiring. And I'm like, Gabby is just like, I don't know, should be a poster person for how to get over an ex effectively because you just radiate just like bad bitch energy and saying like, yeah. I'm not defined by this bad breakup because, you know, it wasn't an easy breakup, I'm assuming. A hundred percent. I mean, it was one of those things where it's like, I mean, he broke up with me 24 times in the span of four years. So like, the final time that like I did it, he like, he, he knew, like he knew that it wasn't, mm -hmm. like, oh, I can run back. It's like, oh, she's done. Like, <laughs> and I say that to people all the time, especially like girls that are like, you know, trying to get over breakups and stuff. And they're like, oh, like I ended it, but like, I regret it. And I'm like, but like in that moment, the second you did it, you felt good. Like you knew that you needed to do it. Like mm -hmm. keep remembering that moment because I mean, for me personally, not trying to be like biggest bitch in the world, but at that point I had already gotten the ick and like, I was done. It literally like, I mean, I'll tell, I'll go into the story in a second, but like, it was very easy. The second I broke up with him, I didn't cry. I didn't cry once about it. I cried two months after and I called mm -hmm. my best friend and I cried and I said, I don't, I don't even like miss him. I'm not crying because I miss him or anything like that. I'm crying that I like, don't remember him. Like that was such bad trauma in my life that my brain is actually like pushing it out. Like, I can't remember who he is as a human being other than all of the bad things. So now I just hate him as a human being, not even just like, you know. But it's almost better that way. Cause I think, and I think I do this all the time when I break up with someone, I'm like, oh my God, like I remember all of the good times and never remember the bad times. And then I'm like, I have to remind myself, oh, he did this, 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 and this. And then yeah. I'm like, all right, this is why I'm not together with him. Yeah, I literally can't remember any good time. Like when I get like random Snapchat memories, like more, normally I just like skip through them. They don't like bother me anymore, obviously. But like, I'll look at it and I'll be like, wow, that's weird. I don't remember that. Like we went on a full ass trip for like two weeks. How do I just not remember that? <laughs> so it's just like weird. But I mean, like for me, you know, I got the ick and like that was like a whole separate situation from like, you know, people trying to get over an, like a guy and stuff. Like once you get that ick, you're done. But 
yeah, it was just crazy. Like, it's still crazy. It doesn't even feel like, I mean, that was such a long period of my life that it still doesn't feel like real almost. I literally feel like I never dated him. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel, it's, I don't know, it's weird. Do you have like any regrets dating him off of college? Because I know a lot of girls who date people for all of college and they get out of college and they go wild because they're like, I literally was in a relationship all four years of college. Yeah, I wouldn't say I regret it in the sense of like, I regret anything for college just because like we broke up 24 times. I definitely had my fun. Like I had time to have fun. <laughs> like I did my shit. But, no, but that's like a blessing that you were like, it's almost like a lesson that you guys did break up a couple of times. Right. So you could, you know, figure out what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. And then like, I don't know, more so what I regret. Like, I, I always tell people like, don't regret things because like truly he was a lesson and I'm very grateful for the lesson I learned over four years. But I do wish that like, there was no reason it had to be 24 times. Like it could have been like five and I could have been like, all right, maybe I should stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's more so what I regret. But like, I can't say I regret that whole relationship when like, I don't know if I would be the person I am right now if that didn't happen. And like, I love me now. So like, mm -hmm. I'm just grateful for it. Almost. Like as bad as it is, I always tell my friends who keep going back to their exes, like, I can't tell you not to be with them. Like you need to like feel it within yourself and learn from it. But then when you do finally get to that point where enough is enough, like I feel like you just grow from it and it makes you oh, yeah. who you're supposed to be. You can only go like up from there, especially if it's like a toxic relationship like mine was. It's like you realize after the fact everything and you're like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> I look back at shit and I'm like, Gabby, yeah, who are you? Like the, the audacity that I had to let this man control so much of my life. I'm like, but obviously I wouldn't be like, you know, as like improved as I am as a human being today. So I guess I can be grateful for it. I just wish it didn't go on as long as it did. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So you guys broke up last year. Have you dated anyone since that? Are you talking to anyone? Like, are you single or what's your status? Um, I'm kind of just now finally getting out of the, I hate men stage of my breakup. Oh, good. Yeah. So, I mean, I've kissed a few boys in the process, cool. but definitely not dated. Definitely not dated. <laughs> well, I always wonder for you because you're, you have such a huge social media platform and such a big following. Who are the boys you go for? Slash, who are the boys who go for you? Because I feel like it has to be intimidating because you have such a platform and such a voice. It's interesting. I, that's like kind of my problem right now is that I'm not really going for anyone at the moment. Like for the past year, I haven't like reached out to a guy or like hit on a guy. Like I just like haven't had the desire, but the guys that are like attracted to me or actually do DM me aren't the ones that I would be attracted to. So it's kind of sucky. Um, what a bummer. I, I'll have like, you know, I'll have that random, like, you know, verified guy that thinks he's hot shit that I'm like, ew. Realistically, I know like it's been on so many people's for you pages. I want a guy that's not on social media. Like, I don't. I, I don't say that all the time. I say yeah, that all, I, not even that I have a, a presence like you, but I'm like, I just the people they follow that shit will bother me or if I see them liking people's pictures who I don't like mm -hmm. I just feel like it also gets to ruin your dating and then it's like the game of the stories like oh we haven't texted each other but we're posting stories so who's gonna yeah. text the other person first there's so much shit and like I oh my god I promise you I promise you, I will not have another man on my Instagram that you know his name until there's a fucking ring on my goddamn finger, okay? There, I will not be, no, done with that. I've learned my lesson. I've learned a lot of lessons from that boy and I am taking all of them. Okay, okay, okay. Were people hitting on him that followed you? Like were girls sliding in your DM or in his DMs because you were tagging him? Um, there was definitely a few, it wasn't like a lot, but it was always girls that were like, not cute. So that's where I'd be really confused. I'm like, I'm almost offended more than you reaching out to him that you have, a, that you think you have a chance with him. That's more offensive. To no, me. Vic and I always say like only ugly guys hit on us. And we're like, okay, this is the biggest insult ever. The fact that you think I'm in your range. Okay. So I've learned something that I think might be accurate. I was just talking to one of my friends about this. And we were saying that like girls that are that come off presentable and like confident and you know how we are as women 
men are not attracted to men these type of boys actually let me correct myself i keep saying men boys um they want <laughs> like a, a girl that they can like control and like she's weak and like needs them and i'm like sweetie i don't need you you are an accessory on my goddamn arm okay like you don't do more than take out my trash and replenish the earth with humans okay like get your facts straight so that's kind of like where I'm at, where I think that just like the men, men are not the ones that are going to be sliding in our DMS and are not going to be the ones out at clubs and bars that we're trying to like meet guys at, you know, like, I don't know where we're supposed to meet these actual men, but if someone could give me that answer, please do. Wait. So I think I have the, I think I have the answer to this. Oh, beautiful. Let's, Let's hear it. So I went to Montauk a few weekends ago with a friend of oh. ours from the podcast oh. And Gabby, I'm telling you, the men over 30 in Montauk are such gems. This one guy's 35. He's messaging me. He was at a chain smokers concert. He was backstage with them. And he was like, I wish you came with me. You always have an open invite. Like, literally, he's like, I want to take you to dinner. Let's do this. Let's do that. He's like, I'm going to research places in Philly. I'm like, no boy has ever said that to me. Because you, because what you said, he's a boys. man. He's, he's a, a man. man. How am I? Yeah. I mean, I guess if I'm going to Montauk, yeah, obviously keep going to Montauk <laughs> to find a man. But right now I'm a little fucking far from there. But like, I'm going to LA being like, oh, I'm going to find me a man. I walk around LA and I'm like, okay, never mind. What the fuck? So yeah. hopefully, I mean, I can, you know, entertain myself with a male soon. But um, at the same time, I have so much going on right now that that's like the last on my priority list. Yeah. So how was that like? Because you met Bunny Barbie, who's also a huge TikToker. What I was that like her. meeting her? Uh, so we followed each other for like so long. Oh my God. Actually, I have a great story for you. So the reason Bunny and I like kind of followed each other is we're very similar people, like very, very similar. And she posted, like even like our, our lives are very similar. So she posted on TikTok and she was like, oh, I'm going to Wyoming. We got a house. And I was like, that's weird. My parents just got a place in Wyoming and you're both pilots. So I'm going to assume you're living in the same neighborhood. So I call my parents and I'm like, Hey, what's the neighborhood call bunny. And I'm like, I think you just moved next door to my parents. And she's like, no. what? I get a FaceTime. I'm filming a haul for Instagram and I get a FaceTime from my mom. My mom is the only person. If she FaceTimes me that I will interrupt my TikToks or Instagrams for, because God forbid it's emergency, whatever. But I pick up and it's just my mom and bunny. And I was like, Wait, they were together? Yeah. Like hanging out? <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And she's like, oh my God, we're next door neighbors. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. So then she meets oh my best my friend, God. Katie in LA. And then finally I fly out to LA and I get to meet her. Everybody else in my life met her first. And she was exactly how I expected. Just an amazing human being. Like so funny. Like we're the same person, except she's like more mature and smarter than I am. Um, but other than that, we're like, there's, we're the same. And she's just awesome. I loved going to LA. I got to meet my management for the first time. Finally, um, I signed with management, which was so nice. Definitely needed to happen. And yeah, it was just like, so fun to go out there. I, within 20 minutes of being there, I was like, I want to move. So do you think you would ever move to LA? I think within the next year, I'll have a place in LA. I don't think I'll ever move there. I don't think it would be good for my mental health. And I also okay. just like, I don't know, just like the, there's so much about it that like, I don't vibe with. Whereas like, I just love Arizona and I also love my place. I don't want to get rid of it, but I definitely want to have a place in LA that like I'll rent out or Airbnb if I'm not there or just, you know, let my friends stay there. But definitely within the next year. I mean, I'm booking a flight like once or twice a month, every month for the next like seven months to fly to New York and LA. And I'm like, this is just too much. I got to figure You're myself. coming to New York. Does that mean that we can see you potentially? We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Wait, so I need to, I need to back it up. So, okay. You just signed with management before <laughs> we dive into this whole LA, New York traveling thing that I can't comprehend that's going on, but amazingness. <laughs> um, you sign with management. So yeah. For someone who wants to get into influencing, what's the difference of you doing it by yourself versus signing with someone as signing with someone who's like a manager for you and does all of your deals? 
Um, I mean, like, I definitely don't want to like, you know, speak and say like, oh, this is what you should do. So anyone listening, don't be like, oh, this is what I should do. Cause Gabby said, so I'm going to tell you what I did and like what I think is best. I'm not a professional anyway. <laughs> um, but what I suggest is I didn't get management for quite a while, obviously, but just because I could do it, you know, I could handle the emails. I could handle, um, you know, uh, negotiating deals. Like if you're someone who doesn't know how to negotiate deals, obviously you need a manager. Or if you're someone who can't handle all the emails, like you've too much on your plate, you need a manager. But I tried to not get a, get management or a manager for as long as possible, just so that I got all the income, obviously. But once, you know, I started blowing up to the point where like, I couldn't get to emails fast enough. And like brands were like double or triple emailing me. I was like, okay, now I think it's time. And luckily, um, I didn't even have to like reach out to anyone. I got a DM from my manager who I have watched probably my entire life. And he was like, do you have a manager? And I was like, no, you're my management manager now. Like, this isn't even an option. This is done. So I don't know if anyone knows, but Jordan Rona is my manager who was Tana's manager, like her whole, you know, shut the fuck year. up. Yeah. until so like, you know, now she's doesn't really need management. Wow. Um, wow. So yeah, it's like, that is so impressive ever. Like honestly meeting someone that is my manager that I've literally watched my entire life was crazy, like crazy. And he's also the sweetest person ever. And like, they're really helpful. They're like the greatest people. I'm very, very grateful for them. Oh my God. That's huge. Yeah. I'm so happy. I really aspire to get to your level one day. I've been like really trying to crank out my TikToks because I'm like, I would love to have an influencing career and then like ditch the nine to five and just do whatever like makes you happy. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy, you should do. I, I don't know how to word it correctly because like every time I try to say this to someone, it comes off wrong. If you're trying to build your brand and build yourself as an influencer, you need to focus 90% of your energy on TikTok and 10% of your energy on Instagram. And I'm not trying to say like, don't put all the effort into Instagram because you definitely need to, you need to have good content. But right now, like constantly people are asking me like, how do I build my following on Instagram? How do I do this? How do I do that? I'm like, truthfully, I don't know because Instagram is a joke at this point, like Mm -hmm. truly a joke. I can't, Mm -hmm. there are, I'll have one picture, I'll get 10,000 likes. And the next picture I hide my likes. Cause I got like 2000. I'm like, what the f- just happened? Hello? Hello? <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> like legit. Did you guys hate my outfit? What the fuck? But yeah, I, I really highly suggest people just like putting all their efforts into TikTok because it's so easy. It's so easy to get one video to blow up. And once you realize what your niche is, and then you just continue doing that, your gut and people will co- go to your Instagram, but it is almost impossible, almost impossible to get your Instagram following to follow you on TikTok because people on Instagram that watch reels aren't downloading TikTok and they don't care. Yeah. So I think you're like, right because my boyfriend is like oddly, I see him scrolling on reels next to me and I'm like, what kind of person are you? But he's like, not a TikTok guy. I'm like, you weirdo. Yeah. It's but, weird. I'm like, what? People yeah. like watch reels? I'm like, when I upload them, I expect them to get no views. Like I just Reels suck. But that's They're, really good advice. Thank you. I hope it is. I, I want to help, but I just like don't know how to help when people ask me about Instagram and I feel so bad. I'm like, I'm not trying to like hide secrets. I genuinely don't know my Instagram isn't doing great either. Like I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, definitely focus on TikTok. So your content schedule, when you make TikToks is you are literally pumping those bad boys out left and right. How are you filming content all day? Like take us through a day in the life of when you're filming and trying to shoot all the PR packages that you get for brands. Okay. Um, my management thought this was the funniest thing in the world when I told them, cause obviously what they're used to, I love Tana queen absolute queen I w- I'm aspiring to be here but you know she's lazy like that's fine she's really rich I'd be lazy too um they heard my schedule and they freaked out um so this is my schedule I wake, up, <laughs> I wake up every morning around 6 or 7 a.m and not on purpose that just is how my body wakes up I immediately go get coffee and hang out with my cats for around an hour plan content look at like trend forecasting for another hour then I'll get in the shower get ready then I'll film TikToks for probably two to three hours. 
then I'll leave my house, film Instagram or shoot Instagram content for another two, three hours. Then I come home. We'll finally eat because I have IBS. So if I eat before I shoot, that's just a joke. We have IBS too. This is a recent development last year because you had that whole issue. We were in the hospital, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, You you had it. Yep. Okay. Anyway, we're still going. So yeah, then I get home, eat around that time. It's probably around like five, six o'clock, and then I lay in bed, edit everything that I just did, like plan my feed on Instagram, post my TikToks. By that time, it's around like eight, and then I'll get high, and then I'll go to sleep. And then I'll wake up and do the exact same thing every single day. So do you do that seven days a week or do you give yourself any time off? I give myself time off now when I need it. Like I was really bad for the past, like for the past two months, I've been good about it. I just started doing this. But before that, for an entire year, I did that every single day. Like I did not give myself a break. And obviously it did pay off. So I'm not going to say that like I regret it. I mean, work is work, but like I learned like definitely I need to take time off. I was getting so unmotivated to film. And then I was also, you know, just doing things that were like super repetitive and not even realizing it just because I'm like trying to get so much done. And I was choosing quantity over quality, which now I don't do. But also at the same time, it's difficult because like during summer in Arizona, my schedule just you know, changes completely because there are days that it'll be 120 degrees outside. I physically cannot go outside and shoot photos. Like there's just no way my phone overheats within 20 minutes. So I'll definitely take time off. I would say I would never take off more than two days a week. Two days is like really, really pushing it. It's normally just one, but recently I've had like a lot of other shit to do. So I actually have not been shooting every single day like I normally would. See, I'm like, okay, I need to take notes because I really think the secret to some of the most successful people are the people that wake up early. And I know you said it wasn't by choice, but the amount that you can get done between like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. is just insane. Dude, if I wake up like, which very, very, very rarely happens, but if I wake up late, like (laughs) nine or 10, that's like really late for me, I'll like feel like I wasted my whole day. No, I get that feeling too. Like I'm like, if I get ready right now, by the time I'm ready, then like, this, the sun will be down this point and this, 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 this. There's just, so, I mean, I'm also just like a morning person. Like by the time I'm done shooting, I want to just lay in bed. I don't want anyone to talk to me. I've done so much. Like, I just want to like chill. Um, So I definitely can't like shoot at night and stuff. There'll be days randomly where I will, but yeah, definitely. I definitely think that like, if you're going to do Instagram and like be an influencer, I think waking up early is like a huge part of it just based off of like photo shoots and like, you know, the sun, everything. Like you have to wake up early as an influencer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now back to what you were teasing in the beginning. I think it's time for you to tell us what <laughs> what is your announcement. So, um, Katie's face. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, um, in two weeks is something obviously huge that I never expected of myself. I mean, I would always hope for myself, but I am styling Olivia Ponton for New York Fashion Week. As oh well my as, fucking god! As I well love as, her. As well as got my own invite two days ago. Oh my god! Congrats! That is huge. Thank you. I literally like it doesn't feel real. It's been like the craziest thing. But Holy that's why shit! Been, like, so off my schedule. I've been doing a lot of styling work that I just like had to learn how to do. I mean, obviously, I know how to style someone, but like, I'm not a professional stylist. So it's been crazy, but it's like super, super exciting. Olivia is like really the sweetest girl. And she's like so pumped about every outfit. She like, is so easy. Like everything I send her, she's like, I love this. I love this. I love this. I'm so excited to meet her. So how did you connect with her in the first place? Um, she followed me on TikTok quite a while ago. And then like, we kind of just like interacted a bunch. And then randomly, I was like sitting exactly where I am right now, like doing my makeup, getting ready. And I get a DM from her and it was like, are you, (laughs) she's gonna, I'm gonna tell her to watch this. She was like, are you gonna be in New York for fashion week? I was like, yeah, I was no plans to be in New York for fashion week. Um, And she's like, will you style me? And I was like, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Like done. (laughs) I started like that day. I'm like making mood boards. I'm like sending her all this shit. She's like, I love it. I'm like, this is not real. Oh, oh my, my god. So are you do you want to be a stylist? Like what does this mean? Um, I know your brand is fashion. Like you have the boutique, you do want to start designing, like now you're styling a huge TikToker influencer. Do you want to do that? Like full time? Um, no. 
<laughs> like, now God, that you I've done styled it? a no. garbage bag like you could style everything that's so true and you started making those videos where you rate people's outfits and i actually love watching those videos of yours i love the kim kardashian one because i love her style who was you did camila cabello the other day and you can tell when she's styled and when she's not styled that might have been like two weeks ago but i really love that styling series when you go through and you're like i like this look this look not so much yeah it was actually crazy i had my management told me to film those videos and i was like okay like down and I filmed them and they did so well. So I kept doing them and my friends are all calling me because like they're seeing it's doing really well. And they're like, Gabby, who the fuck knew so many people cared about your opinion? I'm like, I, I didn't know. I would have done this a while ago. Hello. Well, cause uh. you're so funny and unfiltered. And of course people follow celebrity fashion. Well, I mean, like, I feel like celebrity fashion was definitely more of a thing like 10 years ago in magazines mm -hmm. we're in. And like, now I obviously follow like influencer fashion, but still people know what people wear to like huge events. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they yeah. love hearing the trash talk. Cause that's what everyone oh, does. Yeah. Like when they see someone out, they're like, Ooh, that outfit was fucking ugly. Don't know what she was thinking. Oh, it's crazy. Honestly, it's just, um, like I would, I love doing it. I love styling. It's really so much fun, especially someone like Olivia. She's so easy to style. She's dropped dead gorgeous and her body's insane. Like I could put a trash bag on her and she'd be fine, but it's really, really fun to do. It's just, I mean, I think everybody says this when they like start something new. Like I had no idea how much work it was. It is a lot. Like I definitely want to continue like randomly styling people like for events. If you know, Kim Kardashian asked me to style her for an event, oh my God. that's going to happen, but I would definitely do Daddy, it. I would, sh I would literally shit myself, have a full on heart palpitation. If KK, I, I want to say KKW, but like, who knows what's going on with the W. If she asked you to style her, I'd be like, oh my God. I would, I would actually just jump off a cliff right after I was done. I'd be like, I could never do better than this. So I'm just going to die now. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. She's pretty good at dressing herself, but yeah, it is. It's really, it's really cool. It's just a lot. It's way more than I thought it would be. I mean, I just think that probably because I'm doing also New York fashion week for my first ever thing is a lot but it's been crazy fun and I'm so excited. Like just so excited to meet. There are so many cool like influencers I can't wait to meet when I get there that I, like I've been talking to and like, I'm just over the moon excited. So was there gonna be like an influencer press thing where you get to meet everyone or is it kind of just like you have to meet up with them on your own? Kind of just meet up with them on your own or like if you're invited to like a show, like for example, I'm going to the Revolve event. So- Oh my God! A lot of Hell yeah. Order with them last night, like even though I'm like literally just moved out, probably should not be spending money, but someone <laughs> has to do it. Yeah, right. I'm like buying myself all these clothes. My mom's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm going to New York Fashion Week. Do you not? I don't care how many clothes are in my closet. None of that is enough." It's for so you. much pressure. You have to bring your A game. My God, it's it's honestly terrifying because before I'm like styling someone else, so I'm like, okay, like you know, and I've been working on it for like two months almost, and then all of a sudden I get the email and I'm like. Oh, now I have to style myself. Great. Like, great. <laughs> like now I'm stressed, <laughs> but I can't wait to see what looks you bring to New York. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stepping the fuck out. My friend blazer moment. Oh, obviously I, we have, I think for myself, I think I have three different blazer moments for Olivia. I think we also have three different blazer moments. It's going to be a blazer fashion week for sure. Um, but I also expect me and Olivia to be changing three times a day. So I have like upwards of 40 outfits coming with me to New York. I mean, you have to, it's content. Yeah. Holy it's God. a lot. I'm literally shipping boxes to my apartment. I'm not even like bringing luggage. I can't. Wait, did like you that. get an apartment in New York? Um, my parents have two in New York. Oh, okay. So I'm just well, saying that's convenient. Very convenient. And also like, it's so nice because like, I don't really flex my parents shit because I, I don't have it to flex but like going and staying in their apartment I'm, I'm gonna flex that shit that shit is so nice I am so excited for the content I'm like guys come over we're gonna get so much great content just in this apartment please go I'm in your gonna, mom's clothes in your mom's closet I remember you went in your mom's closet and she had like gold chain gabbana some like random ass outfit that was probably my favorite tiktok one of my favorite of yours I love her clothes but I'm literally more excited about the fact that my dad has all of his vintage leather jackets in that apartment like the bulls from like <laughs> 1994 like these sick ass fucking leather jackets i'm so pumped they have no idea what's going on but it's fine it's better that way it's they'll, they'll just see way. the tiktok and be like how did that get there yeah, like, how are you wearing that right now <laughs>
Oh my God, I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see this content. I feel like it's gonna be next level. Oh, it's going to be next level. I'm so- I don't even know how much more next level you can go though. Cause I feel like you're already there. So I'm like, how is she gonna like do this? Thank you. I literally just, I mean, I say to everyone and I can't, no one can tell me I'm wrong. Obviously the proof is in the fucking pudding. If you are in a toxic relationship, please fucking leave it because yeah. look where I was at. Let me just preface the fact of, I doubt I talked about it on the last episode because I was definitely not comfortable talking about no, it. No, I think you were but, so in love with him in the last episode. You were like, I'm going to marry him. Like, oh yeah. You were really no. <laughs> saying a lot of lovey-dovey shit. Not that. And then it comes not. out and you're like, oh, we're like not together anymore. I'm like, what? Yeah, that was the worst. I was like, oh, hey guys. Yeah, it's fine. You can leave most of it in. Just maybe the part where I talk about marrying him, we could X-nay that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Um, but not that. I, when I came on the podcast last time, I was broke mm -hmm. as fuck. Like. Really? Broke. Well, this was just right when COVID hit. Cause we, we interviewed you like March or April, like when everything yeah. shut down. Yeah. And like my parents refused to help me because they were like very, I mean, I've been doing social media for like upwards of six years now. Like they're like, no, it's time. Like you have to get a job. Like this clearly isn't working out. Like you have to do this. And I'm like, no, like I know I can do this. I don't know why it's not working. I know it's going to work. The fucking second I broke up with my ex, I now make more money than all of my friends do at their like legit fucking jobs. Like it's crazy. I tell every single person that I know, I'm like, please leave that relationship because the universe is waiting, is waiting to give you everything that you asked for, but it's not going to give it to you when you're in this piece of shit. Like that's, it's going to, it's not going to help. It's yeah. going to hurt. So I, I like, I love my life. Like I fucking love my life. I wake up every day and like, I get to as fucking cheesy as it sounds. And like, I, mm -hmm. my friends make fun of me for it sometimes, but I don't really care. <laughs> the amount of DMs I get every fucking morning, the exact same thing saying that like, just my morning mantra, like makes people's day and they wait for it in the morning. I, I'm getting chills just talking about it, but like, I can't express, that is like the greatest thing that I've ever done in my life. Like I have never been so proud of myself than when I get those DMs every morning. It's unbelievable. Like I have the opportunity to help change like so many women's lives. And like, I know I have, that's enough for me. Like that truly is enough for me. <laughs> well, what, what bothers me is I feel like when people see you, they think one thing, but it's like, they don't realize how much of your platform you use for good because I see on your TikToks and I see on your Instagram stories, you're doing the morning watches, but you're also like calling out like things that aren't just and right going on in society. And then people have to be like, well, this isn't your place. Like, why are you saying this? And it's like, you still have an opinion. And if you have a platform and you want to spe spread something good, like that's what we need more of because like not enough celebrities and personalities are speaking up for like, I remember with the Shein thing, like you talked about how they came up with like the um, like swastika and the Muslim thing. And you were like, don't buy from Shein. Like if you're buying this, I don't know. I just feel like you've raised awareness for a lot of injustice things that have gone on. Yeah, no, I, I, I put myself in that situation. So I'll blame a little bit on myself. I definitely come off aggressive, but I mean, that's just my personality. I will not apologize for it, but I can understand why some people don't like it. Um, but it's just crazy to me that like, I feel like recently on social media specifically, there's been a shift and like perfect example. I can't speak apparently what you said about like the magazines, like how you used to look at magazines for, you know, celebrities, people are so aggressive with saying like, Oh, this TikToker is not a celebrity. Okay. You made them a celebrity. You did mm -hmm. it. You followed them. You commented, yeah. you liked their shit. Now they are a household name. Therefore they are a celebrity. So how are you going to tell me that, you know, the, this cancel culture of like, Oh, you did one thing wrong when you were 14. No, you're canceled. You're putting people at such an unrealistic level that ne no one's ever been held to before. Celebrities have never been held to this level. Our fucking presidents haven't even been held to this level. It just blows my mind. And I'm like, I didn't come on social media and tell you to follow me. I didn't come on social media and tell you, you need to do this. I didn't do any of that. You came to my page and said, oh, I like how you dress. I'm going to follow you. By no fucking means does that make me the greatest person on this planet and I don't think I am but since I do have this platform I am going to try to use as much of it to do good as possible so I mean it's just crazy because I have I mean I'm not gonna I don't want to say specific names because I enjoy the connections I've made um but I've had like 
huge, 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 not just like TikTok celebrities, celebrities reach out to me and thank me for videos calling out people that are like, oh, this is photoshopped. Look at this before and after of this and this. And I'm like, bro, when I wake up in the morning, do you think I fucking look like this? Like that's just common sense. It's common sense. And I I come on social media, I want to look my best. Like, I don't see how you're, how you're making it seem like these are two different people. They're not two different people. There's just one of them woke up in the morning and they're just there. And one person that is on a red carpet that got their makeup professionally done, a professional stylist, professional hairstyle. Like, I just, I don't know. There's just so much of negativity recently that I'm like, I'm going to go out of my way to make sure I post about this fuckery. I know. I love that you do it, especially you do it for like small, like not smaller, um, younger TikTokers like Mm -hmm. that get so much heat. And I'm like, yeah, Gabby, like, (laughs) call them out. Bitch, you would never say this to their face. You're just behind the screen, you pussy. Like, I will call you out and then they'll be like, you should be like, you should be like the mature one. You should be the bigger person. I'm like, I, I, I physically am the bigger person and I will stomp on you. Like if I don't say something, <laughs> who the fuck else is? Clearly no one. So I'm going to put you in your goddamn place where you should be. Yeah. I mean, someone's yeah. got to. Someone Doing has to the go. Lord's work. Thank you. Period. Fucking Jesus Christ loves me. <laughs> True. But aren't you Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> I get so many of those comments on my TikToks. People just, re- it'll be a video of me being like, fuck the world. I hate everyone. And they're like, Jesus loves you. Like, well, thank you for that. I mean, at least it's a nice comment. Like the mean comments. I just think there's so many miserable people who hate their lives that have to comment on other people to bring them down. And that's literally what it is. A hundred percent. Oh my God. I say that to everyone. They're jealous. They're embarrassed. They're sitting at home eating potato chips, hating their lives. Meanwhile, you're doing whatever you're doing and they wish that was them. Yeah. It's cra- even like her, oh, did you see the hair flip thing on my on my TikTok? No, how recent is it? Like a few days ago. So I posted a TikTok and I don't know how people don't catch on at this point. It's honestly like I worry about some people's common sense. But I do things in my videos like repetitively to make people comment about them. So first it was, you know, like a little shimmy shake. Now it's like a little hair flip. Oh, and like- I know the hair flips. I know the hair flips. Oh, what yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Every single, yeah. yeah. So every single time I change, I go, and do you know how many fucking dumbass people comment about it? I'm like, unbelievable amount. 300, 400 plus Say comments. What? Why do you flip your hair like that? Stop flipping your hair. The hair flip pissed me off. Da, 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 da. So I replied to the video. I'm like, do you guys, do you understand that I'm going to keep doing it? If you keep commenting about it and pushing my video to the for you page, that video got 400,000 likes. And I bet you the only re- or views, then the only reason that happened is because all of you are commenting about me moving my yeah. hair. Press is press. Exactly. I mean, like, I'm not someone who's like bad press is good press. I definitely don't want bad press, but that type of shit, like fucking yeah. Come at me. Go ahead. Tell me about You're how gonna I'm going to flip your hair to the bank. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I love your hair flips. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'll I, do, literally, I'll, I have a great visual of you flipping your hair because like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> after you said it, I was like, I know exactly what she's talking about. And I'm just like, hello, don't you want to see the clothes? I'm just moving my hair out of the way. Why are you bitching? Do you feel yeah. like your audience is like more males or females? Oh, a hunt, way more male, what, uh, females. I, that was like my goal when I was like transitioning from like the TFM thing to like fashion was I'm going to post as much as possible that I hate men. So all of them will unfollow me so that I can get a female. Audience. That was smart. Oh, that was a great game plan. It worked very well. Okay. Well, let's ask some questions. We have some burning questions for you. Our fashion <laughs> guru, Vic, you want to start it off? Sure. Okay. If you could only shop at one store for the rest of your life, which one would it be? I hate this question. Um, this like gives me anxiety. This, this question, might fuck I'm up your brain deals. Happy. Okay, maybe you could say two. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> um, mm-hmm. I mean, other than my own brands, because obviously, um, I would probably choose maybe Nasty Gal. I don't know. Really? I don't know. If that's I'm like, so surprised by that. Yeah, I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my head, but honestly, because I can get my basics there, but they have also 
you know, like I like to go very extra and they have extra ass shit. So like, I know I could get all of my bases covered if I did them. I want to say meshki, but those are mostly just my like basics. So I can't say meshki. So I would go with nasty gal, I guess. Okay. But have you ever had a delivery problem with them? Because I ordered from them (laughs) once, once. And my stuff never came. And I was like, I wanted to love this place so much because even I follow Jenna Palak's always sponsored by them. And she's the cutest shit. And I'm like, my delivery didn't come. <laughs> so does it take yeah. a while? Like maybe maybe it was just a, a one-off incident. No, I'm not going to lie. I literally, my I got a package this morning that I was supposed to get like a week ago because it got lost in the mail. But to be fair to Nasty Gal, every time it's always been like the shipper's fall like it was it was always usps or i mean ups or fedex fall like they call me and they're like i think fedex did yeah they're fucking up a lot yeah so fuck fedex yeah i'm wearing nasty gals fedex (laughs) yeah they're these pants from nasty gal fire love them okay i'm gonna have to buy them (laughs) okay next question for you favorite fall trend that's upcoming (gasps) Ooh. Okay, primary colors. I've been going on a rant about it. You know, very typical fall outfits are just cream, browns, like some oranges, maybe some burgundies. And like, I love fall fashion, but the only thing I hate about it is that it's so neutral and I like, you know, wanna wear color. So this fall primary colors are huge, which is sick. So like this like color, Kelly green, uh, cobalt blue, like a bright, bright orange. Like those are going to be huge, which is so exciting. Um, so that, and probably also just um, the Pucci designs, like the patterns of like Emilio Pucci, those whole like retro seventies things, all that, that's also my jam. So those are probably my two favorites. Okay. I love how your face lights up when you talk about it. I know, I love clothes. <laughs> All right, what are your favorite TikToks to do? So the ones that you actually are like, okay, shit, I got to film this. Like, I want to film this. Mm, definitely the ones that I just recently started posting. I only posted two of them so far, but it's like, I'm doing it now. So like, instead of showing you the outfits I styled, like bringing you along with how I style my outfits. So I just did like two for like Steve Madden shoes. And I was just like, okay, like what would I pair with this? And then I like put on a bunch of different things, but it like got my creative juices flowing again like so much more than my typical like hauls, like hauls I love and everything, but like I'm wearing one brand, like I can't really be creative. Mm -hmm. So when I get to like show how I style things and like my thought process, like I think that's my now favorite to film. But before those two, I would say the reviews. I love filming the reviews. So reviews being like you try it on, you're like, okay, hate this, love this. Oh no, like the celebrity reviews. Oh, those ones. Yeah, those I love. Those are fun. All right. Desert Island makeup product. Another fucking question I hate. I just um, say lashes. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm going to say lashes. I, but does that count as like makeup? Okay. Give us something else. Give us something else. Lashes are like an accessory. In my yeah. Mind. Okay. <laughs> Definitely lashes. If that's what the only thing I could say. Um, but probably bronzer. Cause I feel like you could do so much with it. Like I could do faux freckles. I could bronze my face. I mean, like I could use it as eyeshadow. Like, I feel like there's so much you could do with it probably or concealer oh I don't fucking know this is so stressful <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily you're not gonna be on desert deserted island anytime soon no. so whenever I whenever I get this question on my own FAQ things I just don't answer it because I'm like no, no that sorry. question stresses me out <laughs> not happening okay so going off of bronzer what's your favorite um favorite tanner right now oh okay two depending on um, your undertones. If you're olive undertoned, then the Bondi Sands Aerotan, specifically the Aerotan, as much as I love Bondi Sands, I don't like their normal mousses. They just take so long to dry. And the Aero one, within seconds, she's beautiful. And it feels like whipped cream, so I love it. And then the other one, if you are red undertoned, uh, Fake Bake Flawless Darker is my favorite. Good to know. I recently just discovered Bondi Sands. I really like their pure collection, but I've never used fake bake. Oh, the pure gold collection. I think I don't know. It's just pure regular. It's like in a white oh. bottle. I don't oh, know what oh it is. God, I yeah, got it. For- I yeah, I like it. I think it's good. I haven't really used that one yet. I have to like use that one because it's clear and clear tanner yeah. really scare me. It's scary because you don't know what it's gonna look like when it dries. You're like, yeah, wait, like do, I have a patch? do I I'm not? Like, did I- 
did I put it? Yeah, it's a clear and it's like water. Yeah. But Gabby, the good thing is if That's you risky. start entertaining men again, if you sleep at a guy's house, you don't stain their sheets and you don't smell. Like you, you don't have like the self-tanner smell. It's like very, very subtle. So it's so ideal for like any yeah. situation. See, the thing is I could care less if I get shit on their sheets. If I smell like Tanner, you are with me. You are blessed regardless. Shut up and get over it. It's my Tanner. Okay, my ex, that that that. My ex would be like, maybe one day I'll date someone who doesn't change colors when they get out of the pool. Oh my God, what the fuck? <sighs> I said, yeah. such an immature comment. Maybe one day I'll date a man with two balls. Oh my God. <laughs> Way to go. Wow. Done. I fucking hate that motherfucker now. I'll talk all the shit. You know that how on TikTok it's like, I talk shit about you on the internet. I'm like, yep, me. I do. Fuck you. Does he still follow you? Oh, oh my God. Let me tell you a quick story. So I follow this girl on TikTok and she like reads the stars. I actually trust what she says because they're like pretty generalized and not like super specific. Like your sign this, like your sign that. It's like more of like, okay, if you have a rising sign, this planet is in front of it, which this planet means this. So this might be going on in your life. Mm -hmm. So it's like more accurate and just like not so like horoscopy. So Anyway, she predicted the first time I would see which happened to happen. Okay. Um, and We're going to leave his name out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I'll say Satan from now on. That's what I normally Okay. Do. Even better. So yes, she predicted I would see Satan and I did on the Aquarius full moon. And of course, of course this year there has to be two Aquarius full moons, which never happens. Like, of course that has to happen. So uh, that was three days ago. And I was like you know, I might as well bet my friends. So I bet three of my friends $50 that I would hear from him, see him or anything on that Mm -hmm. date. And I posted on the cat's account, my cat's Instagram account. And he decided to like the picture and watch all the stories because he's a stalker and still follows it. Oh my God. Why would he even like it? Like, it's one thing if you look at the videos, whatever, the fact they were liking it and letting you know that you obviously saw it, that he obviously saw it. Oh yeah. my God. I was like, oh, okay. Well, welcome back, motherfucker. <laughs> We're living hilarious. So, but yeah, so that was the second time I've, uh, I know he like sees my shit though, because I'm pretty sure one of his friends commented. I like made a very generalized TikTok about men and one mm-hmm. of his commented and they were like, is this about da da da? And I was like, clearly, but since you said it, I'm leaving your comment there. I didn't say it. Yeah. Wow. Not my problem not my fucking problem anymore. I'm just thriving, living life, the happiest I've ever been, you know? Yeah. I mean, do your thing. Right? Like, it's crazy. I, anyone who's listening to this, if you take anything from this podcast, please take this from me. Break up with your fucking toxic boyfriend. He treats you like shit. He's not worth your time and you're going to be happier without him. Last year, we asked you what your power move was. I actually don't even remember what you said at that time. Actually, no, you said to not give a fuck. That's what yours was, which is super important for you. Yes. Has your power move changed? Yes and no. Like that's definitely still my power move is to not give a fuck. Absolutely. I mean, that's just like my brand. But I would say like I grew a lot since, you know, the pandemic and everything. And I just realized that I can... I'm in charge of where I give my energy to. Like, I don't have mm. to give people my energy. I've, I've now even done things where it's like, I get a text message and it's like a 20 paragraph long text message because someone's upset with me about something. I literally text them back and I said, I'm not reading that. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not giving you my energy right now. I get to choose where I give it. And like, I'm not giving it to just everyone anymore. I know I don't need 5 million friends. I need five people that, will love me and like, you know, do, you know, be there for me, be like the best friend I need. So I think my power move right now is still not give like, don't give a fuck, but more so just like, choose where you, like, I, I choose where I put my energy. Like a lot of it is just about now, like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this petty shit anymore. I'm not dealing with that anymore. I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm doing what is going to make me happy in the moment. And just me, I don't, I, I don't care to be selfish anymore. Like it's my life. I will give you my energy if you deserve it. If not, sorry, I don't have to give you an explanation. I love that. And I really, it's funny you say that because I feel like the pandemic kind of taught me something similar because even like 
post like this summer i'm like i've only been hanging out and putting energy into the people that like i feel happy i'm like i'm so happy with like the people i'm surrounding myself with mm-hmm. so like it really goes in line with that yeah it's crazy it's like so you don't right. realize like before the pandemic like, it's just like if someone needed you you just like do it and like you just do it and like oh this needs to be done this needs to be done okay let's let's get all this done it's like no i'm choosing where I'm putting my energy. I only have like, what, like 90 years on this planet. I mean, realistically with the shit I've done, maybe like 50, like (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking up all the time for myself. I need and want, like, I'm not giving you my time if you don't fucking deserve it. Period. Yeah. (laughs) Katie's really thinking about it. I am. I know. I really, I actually, my phone background to protect your energy because I really resonate with it. Sometimes people don't understand why they can't do the podcast or they don't understand like the time commitment or like why we can't do something. I feel like that sometimes. And I feel like I get guilted of like, oh, well, like, can you just take a night off or this and that? And it's like, no, this is what I like to do. Yeah. Like it's my life. I'm going to choose exactly what I do every single day. Yeah. You could wake up tomorrow and I mean, not wake up tomorrow. So like, I'm going to freaking do what I love today and make myself the happiest I could possibly be. No, I couldn't agree more. Well, Gabby, thank you again for coming on. I think round two is better than round one, honestly. Oh, a hundred percent. This I, is our best podcast to date. Oh, I think it is. It. I love you guys. But no, like I could actually see us like actually having fun with you outside of the podcast. So oh, definitely absolutely. And we will. We're go- I'm coming to New York. We gonna hang out. It's I might crash. crash. I might crash the fucking revolve thing. If I can get my ass in, they might have to like throw me out. I don't know. Do it. Why not? What are they going to do? Throw you out. That's the worst thing they can do. <laughs> we can see if they need True. volunteers. Yeah, we can see if they need volunteers. They'll be there. I'll be like, what do you need? I'll put a butler outfit on. I'll have the tray. Everything. You want a little mini hot dog? I'll give it Just to you. Just walk around and interview people. You guys should ask to interview yes. people. Yes. That's, That's a good idea. That's a yeah, really good idea. Really smart. For sure. We can get a press pass. Yeah. Maybe we yeah, should look let's, into let's it. Let's look into that. Oh my God. Okay. So Gabby, where can everyone follow you if they're not following you already? And where can Hi. they shop um, Outfox? Okay. So outfoxthelabel.com is where you shop Outfox. Um, that's my brand. And then all of my social medias are just my name. So it's G-A-B-I-D-A-I-A-G-I. All right. Well, thank you so much, Gabby, for coming on. Any final thank thoughts you. for our listeners before you hop off? A final thought is tell them that you want me to be back a third time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. They don't even have to tell us. We'll fucking do it. Yay. Okay. I love you. All right. Well, thanks so much, Gabby, for coming on. And thanks everyone for listening. We are at the Moral Hangover Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on TikTok. Go show us some love. We have new episodes every Monday. We will see you next week. Bye, everyone.